This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It's Monday, March 21st. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. The COVID pill made by Merck has been prescribed heavily despite some concerns. Regulators and doctors think that the Merck pill should be one of the last options in treating COVID because of concerns that it could cause birth defects and cause more variants to form. But with Pfizer's pill in limited supply, many doctors have turned to Molnupiravir. Jared Hopkins, pharma reporter at the Wall Street Journal, joins us for what to know about the Merck COVID antiviral. Thanks for joining us, Jared. Thanks for having me. Well, we're looking at uh, what we got going so far as therapeutics for COVID-19. And there's two COVID pills out there right now, one from Pfizer and one from Merck. You know, the Pfizer one seems to be the the pill of choice for doctors. They say that the Merck one should probably be used as a last resort. But what we're seeing is it's getting heavy, heavy usage, uh, despite some concerns, because just the limited supply of the Pfizer pill. So, Jared, help us walk through some of this. What are we seeing and what do we know about this Merck COVID pill? So, the Merck pill is called Monopiravir, and the Pfizer pill is called Paxlovid. And, and the main difference here, or there's a couple of main differences, is that the Merck pill was shown in a clinical trial to be 30% effective at reducing hospitalization and death. And the Pfizer pill was shown to be 88% effective. But a, a big difference here is that, uh, and both pills were cleared for use back uh, late last year. However, the Pfizer pill was in much, much less supply. There was much less supply of the Pfizer pill. And so when physicians and when providers found themselves amidst this Omicron surge, even though the Pfizer pill was preferred and in fact recommended by authorities, the Merck pill is what ended up being prescribed very often because it happened to be there in stock. And here we are in, in mid-March, and the two pills are, are pretty much neck and neck in prescriptions, which is, is surprising to, to many people. Yeah, the prescription numbers. So 74,000, over 74,000 for the Merck pill, 79,000 for Paxlovid, the, the Pfizer pill. So just like you said, just neck and neck. But there are concerns with, with both so Paxlovid, the Pfizer one, I guess there's potential harm of mixing it with other medicines. Do we know what types of medications would cause some problems with that one? Yeah, so there's a lot of common medications that people take that have potential to be safety risks if they are taken in combination or mixed with Paxlovid. This can be just cholesterol-controlling drugs, cholesterol-lowering drugs, commonly known as statins but as well as uh, certain kidney disease uh, and liver disease drugs as well. So these individuals, these patients might not be able to take Paxlovid. It's, it's up to, you know, with their doctor. However, what we've seen is that some of these interactions are actually manageable. So, for example, statins, for people who are taking statins, physicians are saying, hey, once you're done with, you know, when you're taking Paxlovid, just pause your statin 
and take Paxlovid for those five days that Paxlovid is need to be taken and then resume your statins after that. So it's been a little bit manageable. But because of these interactions, there are still many patients who can't take Paxlovid yeah. and therefore then the physicians are prescribing them monopiravir. So monopiravir is also filling this hole for patients yeah. who might not be able to get or to take Paxlovid. And there's also some concerns with the Merck pill too. One among them was that it could cause a higher frequency of virus mutations because of the way the pill works. Uh, some other people said it could also cause birth defects. I, I hadn't heard that one. And, and they tell their male patients to, you know, either not have sex or use condoms for at least three months after the treatment. So, I mean, those are some interesting things I had not heard previously. So the, the Merck drug actually works by inserting errors into the, uh, it stops the virus by inserting errors into the genetic code of the virus. However, what, what was found was that in animal testing was that the drug could cause birth defects. And so as a result, it's not recommended for pregnant women or women of childbearing age uh, or interested in, in becoming pregnant. And as a result, men who are prescribed it are recommended to use a contraception, birth control for at least three months after taking the treatment. You know, that, that has actually caused some physicians that I talked to, that has caused some patients to forego that treatment, some men who, who, with Lented. So there are some concerns. The concerns from physicians are, hey, we've got a drug here that is 30% effective, so not as effective as, as another pill, the Pfizer one, and we have some risks here. So why not go with Paxlovid instead? And that is why Paxlovid is, is what is recommended by the FDA, the National Institutes of Health, and uh, the Infectious Disease Society of America. They say go with Paxlovid. That's the primary one. If that's not available, then recommend antibody treatments. If those aren't available or people can't take those, they even want you to take a different antiviral from Gilead. And if that's not available, then you get to monopiravir. Wow. But, but in the meantime, you know, the government has already bought millions of courses of both Paxlovid and, and the monopiravir. So we're going to have stock of that. Uh, there's also the test to treat program that President Biden has started with all of this. Basically, if you test positive at a pharmacy or clinic or whatever, you can be sent home with some pills. And as you mentioned, you know, just in the absence uh, of the Paxlovid, the Pfizer pill, this other pill could be uh, prescribed just as much as we've seen already. So uh, just some interesting things to know about all of this. Jared Hopkins, pharma reporter at The Wall Street Journal. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcast. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day. 
today. Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.